We're back on Hockey Prospect Radio, brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting. Through an integrated series of best business practices, they design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. We're continuing to talk about the Florida Panthers prospects with their assistant general manager, Greg Campbell. So let's talk about Evan Naus. I want to get your thoughts on him in Charlotte. Pretty good-sized defenseman, 20 years old getting his first chance of playing in the American Hockey League, coming out of the queue with the Quebec Ramparts. I know he's only played four games, but thoughts on him, you know, coming into camp and, you know, just going through the process of like, sometimes when I talk to these young defensemen, particularly the defensemen, I'm like, Hey, so how was the first 10, 15 games? They're like, they're like, Oh my God. Right. It's just got a bit of a shock to the system of how big and fast and skilled the players they're having to defend. Yeah. And I think that's the case with Evan. You know, kudos to him for having a tremendous year last year, winning a Memorial Cup, which, which for you know that that's an amazing feat. We we were all proud of him to be able to do that. It's a great experience to to be able to play in that that tournament to go that far with your junior team, and that that's an experience that will carry on in uh, within his career. I think Evan is you know he's a transitional defenseman. He moves well. He's slight at the moment, but he'll definitely fill fill into his frame. And I think it's, you know, it's when I look at kind of how things operate starting in an NHL training camp and you're, you you know, you start with your rookie tournament, typically all teams do, and then you you transition into your main camp and, you know, there's a lot of guys and whatever, and the cuts are made and, and, and guys find themselves where they should be at the AHL level. But I don't think I think what's kind of overlooked is is the the competition that happens at the AHL level, and I think that's that's the case for Evan. He's a he's a high pick, and he's a he's a player that's pretty valuable to us within our organization, given the fact that we have to develop players now and 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 rely on our draft picks. But you know the the competition starts once again when you get to the AHL level, and in our case, you know we had nine ten defensemen down there starting and starting our our AHL training camp, so. It's a process, and we understand that as a as a staff from an organizational level that you know there's there's competition from within. I think that's a good thing, but sometimes players don't understand that they they feel like there's a place for them already at the HL level, and that's not necessarily the case initially. Now, you know when when the season goes on, there's injuries, they're going to find themselves in the lineup. So we're 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 trying to take the proper approach with Evan in terms of you know making sure that he's He's with our coaching staff. He's learning every day. He's going to get in games. He has most recently. He hasn't played all the games, but as like, you know, sometimes in most cases it takes defensemen a little bit longer to to develop and <clears throat> and find their game. So our our coach Jordy Kinnear, he's a, he's a former defenseman, so you know, if there's anyone that's going to develop a guy like Evan, it's going to be Jordy. So that's kind of the approach that we have with Evan. He's been very receptive right from the moment we sent him down at our exit meeting. There's lots of his game to be worked on. However, there's lots of potential there. So he's had a great attitude about it. Uh, he's worked hard and uh, we understand the process of development uh, in terms of sometimes it, it's not always quick. You know, these these things take time and and there's lots of learning to be to be had, but um, he's a guy that we definitely want to invest in. When you look at his long-term projection, I I haven't seen him a ton since his draft year. I remember the one thing that the staff I'm a part of myself identified was that like seemed like a first round talent, right? Um, But the consistency rates were all over the map with that. There there was a juggle. How do you feel 
in terms of his consistency, his game-to-game uh, ability to bring out and draw from his skill set? Do you feel that he's starting to really hit, in that, hit his stride and hit the direction you're looking for so he can be reliable in your top four? Yeah, I think there's a common theme in a lot of these young players. And some guys just have it. They have that natural confidence. They have, you know, you, you don't have to, to talk to them. You don't have to to pump them up. But in most cases, you it's a process with these guys. You, you, you know, I think the consistency part of it is, is you know, more often than not with, uh, with young players. And I think that that draws back to confidence. I think that these, these guys are certain players at certain levels um, as they come up through junior hockey, through minor hockey, and they have to find their place. And I think that it's really, really important, specifically for defensemen, to make sure that they, they know that and to, to foster that. And confidence is a huge thing. Anybody you talk to probably probably touches on it in players' game. As, a, as an athlete, you have to have confidence. And confidence comes from a few things. It comes from obviously playing well. It, it, it comes from direction and knowing you know, what's expected of you. Uh, your strengths and and how to to play within those strengths, but also how to evolve as a player and and find a way to contribute at the pro level. So I think that's the biggest the biggest hurdle with with Evan is just is is making sure that he knows what's expected of him, uh, making sure that he knows that that small steps are big steps, and and that if he's if he's in the lineup and he's not playing that much, but he has a, you know a strong start to the game and, and, and uh, he's put in situations that he can handle, you know, that's a positive for him. So like that, that's all what development's about is that is making sure that these guys know where we're being critical of them in a constructive way, but also realizing that, like I said, the small steps, the, the small positive steps that they take are, are very good for them, instrumental in their, in their development to becoming pros. We got a couple minutes left before we have to head off to break. Just some quick thoughts on Mike Benning's transition into the program after coming out of college. Yeah, so so Michael, uh, you know, he pretty much did everything he could uh, at the college level. Um, you know, and and same same as Evan Nouse, um, Michael has won a championship at the college level. Uh, anytime you can get a winner out of of an amateur or a junior or college program or whatever, that's that's essential. I mean, that, you know what it takes, um, you know, uh, winning is, is key to developing players. In my opinion, if you have, if you ever have that experience of winning at any level, I mean, that's something that, that, that you'll carry with you forever. I mean, they've, they've obviously done something right and, and been with, within a program that, that, um, that enables that. So um, he was able to, to win a national championship um, and he was a big part of that team. Um, he is a player that has all the skill, all the talent in the world. Um, you know, the, the situation that unfolded last year when he came out of college was that he was put, you know, into, into Florida's lineup essentially, um, but not really given the fact where we were as a team, uh, the push to make the playoffs. You know, sometimes these players that come out of, out of these programs, uh, either they're, you know, they're put into a situation where the team is far out of the playoffs and, uh, they they're allowed to to play a number of games, um, or the team's sitting comfortably in a playoff position, and they and and they can play games as well. 
Obviously, we weren't in that situation last year, so unfortunately for Michael, he didn't get uh, get didn't get that opportunity. Um, it would have been probably beneficial for him to go and play, uh, you know, down in, in in meaningful, important games in Charlotte. That was not the case. Uh, regardless, he got to be around um, a team that was fighting for the playoffs, a team that made the playoffs, and a team that went on a run. So that that experience is invaluable as well. And I know he he took that all in and. Um, right. he had a little bit of a slower start coming into to rookie tournament, probably because it had been some time, um, before he, uh, or since he's played a game, having said that, uh, he's made tremendous strides in the first, uh, first little bit of our season here. Um, and you know, he's got, he's, you know, I think he's played nine games. He's got three goals. He's an integral part of our power play, which he's always going to be. That's, that's an area of his game that he, that he thrives on. But again, I keep touching on our coaching staff down there. Uh, they've they've been uh, in his ear about the importance of of learning how to defend, um, being valuable away from the puck, and being valuable when you're not on in an offensive situation. So he's grown a lot in in the last uh, six weeks or so, um, to the point where he's he's playing excellent hockey right now, and he's you know he's making strides just as we anticipate him to. Well, I want to thank you very much for coming on our show. Really appreciate the insight and good luck throughout the season and look forward to speaking to you down the road. Thanks, guys. Always great coming on. We're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio. We'll be back right after this.